Welcome to Dare a New Belief, a place to discover what is possible for your life after the loss of a loved one, and where you will find inspiration, insight, support, and love, and hopefully a bit of laughter to help you through your day. Now, here's your host, Nada Hogan. Welcome to Dare a New Belief, where you will find light and life, love and joy, healing, faith, and hope a place where you get to believe in what is possible for your life. I'm your host, Nada Hogan, and today I have the great honor to be with Ruthie Elliott, a.k.a. Ruth Elliott Hildsdon. So same person. And Ruthie, um, as she became a mom, she realized that that ushers you into a club. And it gives you depth of experience and fellowship that all moms share. And Ruthie calls it, I love this, the brotherhood of motherhood. And you are never the same and you're better for it. While raising seven children through a, tu- through a difficult marriage, Ruthie became an Emmy award-winning animation artist. But through it all, her real dream was to influence children everywhere to become better people. In 2003, she began GoMommyGo.com to share tools for positive reinforcement. And in 2007, she founded EDU Designs, a nonprofit that creates media for children's character development. And ever since then, Ruthie has been reaching families with tools that embody love in action. She is also a personal coach, and Ruthie helps women get in touch with things that they have had the hardest time saying. Welcome, Ruthie. I'm so grateful for you being here again. Thank you, Nada. It's really my pleasure, and and, and I just think you're awesome. You're wonderful. Thank you so much. Oh, well, thank you. Yes, this is just beautiful. And my gosh, the time just went flying by last time. So I'm going to try to stay focused here. And okay. um, so I want I want to pick up where we left off last time, because we were talking about um, how it was that you got into doing children's work. And so you were sharing about uh, your personal story when you were growing up and what you discovered when you were eight years old. And listeners, please right. go back and listen to part one because it's, it is amazing. And it's what happens to all of us. We, we can hear something and we can take it um, the wrong way or we hear something that is exactly the, the right way, but that little brain just doesn't have a way to filter it. And so this, right. is, this is where I want to pick up and go with this. So, so I know that you had an older sister and she got into astrology and, and everything that the older sister did, you just, you could not get involved in that. That's her gig and you stay away from it. But right. wondering, did you, did you have other siblings or was it just you and your sister? Well, actually it was me and my, uh, my, 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 first there was my oldest sister, then a middle sister mm. and then me. And see, that's why by the time I was coming along, my dad was tired of kids. Yes. <laughs> he was yes. Saying, this is why are we doing this? <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> uh. but then, uh, but so like he went, since I was the littlest, I was the baby. And, and like, to me, being a child and, and, ha- and having the ability to love uh, another human being, um, it seemed like, 
the biggest goal in the world and the most wonderful thing that, that if you could bring a child into the world. And I wanted a baby. I mm-hmm. wanted a baby so badly when I was like seven years old. I wanted it, but I knew I was too little. Mm-hmm. And I had so much love to give. I said, okay, well, geez, what am I going to do? Um, well, if my mom has a baby, then I can take care of it. <laughs> yes. So I was outside one day and I saw a shooting star and it was at Mm. night rather. I was, it was one day at night. Uh, (laughs) I was out at night and I just watched Pinocchio when you wish upon a star. So I thought, Mm. oh, this is my big chance. So Uh. I looked up into the sky and I saw the star and I said, what should I wish for God? What should I wish for? And I said, a baby brother. Uh. That's what I want. And then I, I, I wanted a baby brother. So I said, oh, please, God. Well, about three months later, that's when my, I, my mother, uh, I found out she was, she, she looked, was starting to look a little fat. Yeah. I, I guess it was, I don't know if it was three months later or whenever. But anyway, she had, she was pregnant. And that's, that's, that was my little baby brother. And, mm. and it was due to that experience, when I asked her if she was getting uh, fat, and she said, no, I'm afraid I might be pregnant. I thought, pregnant, yay! Oh, yes. And I was so excited. (laughs) And then she said, but your dad isn't very happy about it. And so I said, what? What? How could he not be happy about it? I mean, to me, babies were joy. Yeah. So so she said, she says, well, he wants me to have an abortion. Now, this is terrible. She shouldn't have told me, but she was in such a devastated state of emotional dev you know like she was she was really at a low point that time yeah and so she, that's what she revealed to me unfortunately that mm. you know that, well i said what's an abortion and she said well that's when they take the baby out yeah. i said no they can't that's my baby brother and i said please don't let him do that and, and I told her, I said, I'll help you. I'll stay up and I'll wake up in the middle of the night. I'll feed him. I'll do everything. Just don't get rid of my baby brother. And she said, well, it's against the law. So I don't, I won't, I don't want to do it anyway. But your dad is upset. You know, and that's when he said, when she told me he didn't, he wanted me to be an abortion as well. And I thought, Ugh. all of a sudden I felt, oh my gosh, I, I, my life is in danger and I didn't know it. Yeah. So, <clears throat> So I was so uh, upset uh, that that, uh, but I told my my um, I, I told her I'm sorry. Somebody's trying to call me. Let me get rid of this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, but anyway, at any rate, uh, so that's but but my mother had the baby. Now, what this is where God comes in so amazingly. It ends up that. Years and years and years later, my little brother was the one who was the closest to my dad of all the kids, oh, and wow. he became an engineer, and my dad was an engineer, and so it all worked out that my little brother ended up being the biggest blessing to my dad that he could have ever wished for and that he didn't want the most. Wow. So wow. just to show you, sometimes the things that you think are going to be the 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 biggest hard work are actually your biggest blessings that you're you know lucky to have. 
Oh my gosh. No kidding. That is so beautiful. I love that. That gives me goosebumps. That's fabulous. Wow. So do you, oh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. Yeah. I I guess you asked me what you were going to ask me because I kind of lost track of where we were going. (laughs) Well, and I know because we, I'm telling you our conversations, they're just, they are so much fun. I love these. And I'm wondering Mm -hmm. because at, at eight years old, um, I think you, mm-hmm. I think you said at eight years old, it's this young child. You yes. just knew how you just had all of this love to give. And I, yeah. there's not very many children that I remember running across my age that would mm-hmm. just know that I just have so much love to give. And, and, and it just, it still exudes from you because the work that you do and being such a beautiful artist and the work that you do with them, with women and with, mm-hmm. with children that, and you had seven gorgeous kids. So let, let me find out a little bit about your children. Did you did you raise them full of all of this love and excitement? Well, I tried. <laughs> yeah. I tried. Now, this is what's so amazing. When I, I knew I wanted a lot of children, right? And yeah. at first, when in my uh, in my marriage, when, when I had one child, I knew I wanted more than one, at least, because even though... Uh, it was a lot of work. Uh, I wanted, I just wanted the children to have the experience of having siblings. And so even though I was a little bit, uh, my, my ambition to have 13 kids had sort of dwindled a little bit, but still, (laughs) so I ended up with seven, but, uh, but still after I had the first one, I thought, Ooh, ideally I wanted them to be about two years apart. And my daughter was almost, well, she would be two pretty soon. So, so I, 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 I had, uh, you know, thought, well, gee, I I should have another one. Well, this is what's so amazing. I ran across this lady who was a psychic in, uh, uh, in, in Santa Barbara. And she's actually a very famous psychic that helps the police solve crimes and all kinds of things. Well, she told me about this vision that a lady had had who uh, there was a, a church where all where the blessed virgin was appearing on the church and they could mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people could see this vision of the of Mary up above the temple of the the, the steeple but people but they nobody could hear what she was saying well she got on her knees and started praying and heard what the blessed mother was saying and when when this lady told me um, what she said that what the lady had said was that uh, she had these big tears coming out of her eyes and and uh, uh, she said the, that the Blessed Mother was really uh, sad because there were all these great souls that wanted to come to Earth but that people were aborting them. Oh and wow. So, I thought, you know, of course, me having been one of the ones that almost didn't make it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow. Was that were almost got aborted. I thought, oh, my God, there's all these dear souls that want to come in. And so that night I prayed and I said, God, if you have some unwanted babies that, that, you, that wanted to come in but didn't get a chance, please send them to me. <laughs> so oh, wow. I prayed and prayed. And that night I had a dream that I, that I, I went to the heavenly nursery and this lady who actually had just passed on and she had in real life had been in charge of the unwed mothers 
uh, company or something. She she said, I have a uh, I have some some unwed unwanted babies. Would you like to see them? And so mm-hmm. first she brought me this little girl, and the girl was beautiful with little curls and and uh, reddish blondish hair. But she was crying, crying and crying. I said, oh, and I already had a little girl. So then she said, but we also have a little boy. Would you like to see the little boy? And I said, yes, I'll see the little boy. She brought out this gorgeous little boy who was was smiling from ear to ear and just so full of love. And I picked him up in my arms and I held him. I said, oh, my God, what's his name? And she said, Jonathan. Well, Uh it turned out that uh, in the dream, I ran out with the baby in my arms to my my husband at the time who was outside and I said, there's this little baby we got to have. Then I woke up. Well, oh. it turns out that I, I got pregnant, but it was four months later. And, and, it, and there were like all these uh, four every month. I, I didn't get pregnant. I was so sad. But yeah. the fourth month I got pregnant. <laughs> yes. And, wow. And I had the and I had the baby, but uh, but and so it ended up it was a boy. It was that was way back when we didn't have sonograms, and wow. it turns out that he uh, uh, we named him Jonathan. <laughs> what yes. Else name so, but anyway, so but but every time I would be before I'd get pregnant, I would have a, a dream that oh. would tell me something about this child that was one of the, you know, spirits that was coming down to to earth. And it's so weird. But anyway, that's another story. (laughs) That's so cool. Wow. So, so uh, right now, I mean, my goodness, I feel so blessed that all the kids are, are still, you know, they're still managing to survive and, uh, and, and thrive. Really, they're doing okay. I mean, uh, sometimes they have troubles, but uh, don't we all, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes, and it's the troubles that lead us to if I didn't have this, I wouldn't end up with this thing that led me because of my trouble. So it always works out in our better in our in our behalf, always. Yes. It yes. Always does. Oh. Always man. Wow. So the so the group that you have that you're working with, um, Ruthie, mm-hmm. that that where you have the EDU designs, this the nonprofit, mm-hmm. that how yes. did how did that come about? Well, after I retired uh from animation, I mean when all the whole time I was working on other people's cartoons, when I was working at Disney, Warner Brothers, Hanna Barbera, a lot of times I'd look at these stories and I'd think to myself, well, what are they doing to make kids to be better people? Yeah. And sometimes they were just like pure entertainment and not really giving any kind of message of wisdom or teaching, you know? And yeah. so I, I thought, gee, when I grow up, I'm going to make my own cartoons. <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> yeah. And so... So I, uh, I, I, I really um, had the, the dream always to, to create media for kids' character development. And then when I retired, I uh, started EDU Designs for just that purpose so that, so that I could like um, share some of the things that I've learned. And, and one of the most important things that I did right off the bat was uh, create an art textbook for children. Because in this art textbook, it, it, it basically is a, a 
teaches drawing tips, but interspersed in the stories, uh, there's like little story, a story that goes through the whole art book about a little uh, squirrel that I rescued and, um. uh, and, and raised him from a baby. And so how he grows from being a little baby with his eyes closed and can't see anything and just learns how to feel his way along. It's just like what we do in art. Yeah. So the, the art book teaches like character development. He, as he grows and learns, we're growing and learning in art. So mm-hmm. my art textbook uh, is something that, that I offer. And um, if anybody contacts me and mentions that he, they heard me on Nada's podcast, then I will give them more than a, it's, it's a discount uh, instead of $37 for the book. Uh, I'm going to give them the book for $15 if they mention your name that they saw it, heard it on your podcast. So oh, that's something wow. that I wanted to offer everyone. So um, that's but fabulous. So, Thank you. Yes. Uh, and so like, but what's so amazing and wonderful that uh, doing this art textbook and then when I go to schools, I uh, tell kids, I always give them like little stories and anecdotes and funny things that, that make a point because the whole thing is just like, there's no purpose unless we're actually learning something in what we're doing, you know? So, so we we combine art and uh, education along with the character development. So it's really fun. We have a lot of fun. Man, how be, how lucky the schools are and the children are to have you. It's what a blessing. That is such a beautiful blessing. I am, uh, if I had kids, I'd make sure that they were at the school that you were going to go to and teach. <laughs> so oh, fabulous. Well, well it, it's a great, um, you can still, you can still enjoy it, you know, even if uh, you're just a kid at heart, right? There yes. A, a, an 80-year-old lady who, who read my art book and she said, it's good for 80-year-olds too. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that. I will, I will absolutely be checking that out for sure. That is so cool. Thank you. Yes. Yes. And Ruthie, I know that we're going to start running out of time and I want to make sure that I touch on this because one of the Mm -hmm. things that so grabbed me with you is you play on Facebook with your husband. I don't know how often you do it. I, I, I just don't, I randomly catch you on there. But oh, you good. play different instruments. So you're not only an art, like an animation artist. And then if, if you made mm-hmm. this book, so there's there's art all in, in book making, but also mm-hmm. as a musician. And so one of the things that I want to ask you is, so it's a two-part question. What, what <laughs> instruments do you play? And number two, your husband was saying something, mm-hmm. I don't remember, maybe a month ago when you guys were playing that there was a song that you were singing and one of the Beach Boys heard you singing mm-hmm. that song and said, that's going to be a big hit. So, I, so I'm, I'm dying to know what was the story oh. with the Beach Boys and okay, yes. what, what instruments do you play? Okay. I play the banjo, the guitar, and a little bit of piano, um, oh. but mostly the guitar. And, okay. Uh, but but so like when I my first husband, and th- by the way, the one we play every Friday on Facebook, um, 
we play a live show on my Facebook page, uh, is with my my new husband who is, well, he's not really new. He's we've been married <laughs> for like seven, six or seven years. But okay. um, we, we, um, my first husband passed away. And after he passed away, then oh. I met my second husband. Oh. And, you know, God is merciful because when I, um, I'll tell, I'll, I want to make this quick uh, so we don't uh, miss anything. But when, when my first, when my first, my first husband died and I was like so full of like all the feelings oh, that wow. I've had. Um, it, God, God restored so much to me um, mm. with my second husband. He's like the dessert at the end of my life. You know, I oh. just feel so blessed because we had so many problems with the, I had so many problems with the first marriage and then the, he is just wonderful. So we get to play music together, and he's yeah. very cool, and I love him. Anyway, so uh-huh. um, so we so we have a great time. But the reason why I met the Beach Boys, and that was a, an interesting thing, where like you know those little things were like, gee, if I hadn't uh, done this one thing, then that wouldn't <laughs> happen, and this wouldn't happen. Well, yes. the reason why I I met the Beach Boys was all because it ended up that we uh we helped a friend to move and in helping my friend to move diana coburn who's a wonderful uh author herself she um i was helping her move and one of her paintings on the wall that i was carrying to the truck was uh of her brothers and Mm. i looked at his artwork and i thought hmm he's good i could do that too i said how's your brother doing and she said Oh, he's fine. He's working at Hanna Barbera and making uh, three hundred fifty dollars a a week, and that was way back in seventy or sixty something, rather. Anyway, so I thought, wow, and I can draw as good as he can. Why can't I work mm-hmm. at Hanna Barbera? So, well, it ended up I got his phone number and ended up working at Hanna Barbera eventually. So, awesome. But but the Beach Boy thing was that my friend Diana happened to be the secretary for the Beach Boys at that time. Uh-huh. And so uh, my husband and I happened to meet, um, gosh, it was, a, that's another, uh, how we met him was um, another story where I ended up, uh, we, we, I'm trying to condense like all 30 years into one minute. <laughs> um, well, my husband, my first husband, had a friend we bought, that we was a mutual friend that um, owed us forty dollars, and so um, we he lived in Santa Barbara back when, and we lived in L.A. back when when gas was twenty five cents a gallon. Yeah. And so um, he he called him up and said, "Hey, uh, my husband called him up and said, hey, you know about forty dollars? I could really use it right now.' <laughs> so he said." well, come up and see me. So we went up to see him and we drove all the way to Santa Barbara on our 25 cents a gallon gas. <laughs> and um, when we got there, he said, I'm sorry, I don't have the $40. Oh, said, but no. I'll introduce, he said, but I'll introduce you to my friend, Mike Love of the Beach Boys. <laughs> oh, wow. No kidding. And, yeah, Mike Love lived in, at, in Santa Barbara at that time. So <laughs> we went over, we had a great lunch with him. We had fun. We had such a great time. And Mike loved us. And we, you know, just 
had such a great time that he, two weeks later he, he asked uh, my late husband if he could work for him and be his personal property manager. And then six years we lived we were we lived there in Santa Barbara and and worked for Mike and got to meet all the Beach Boys and friends with all of them and played music and I got offered a an exclusive songwriting contract which I did not take but uh, it was it was an honor to be offered it. So, yes, man. Ah, uh, Ruthie, you've lived such a colorful life and you have so many more wonderful years and so many more beautiful things to share with the world. But my gosh, what a colorful life. I just, I could sit here and talk to you forever and we are completely out of time again. Oh, it, thank, it you. Amazes thank you. Me. Thank you. Oh, goodness. Well, maybe we can chop out some of the boring parts. <laughs> <laughs> no, none of it was boring. Absolutely oh, none of it is boring. You just, you. it's, I, you're, I just love the love that, that you are just such light and such love. And it, it's just beautiful. And I can only imagine oh. the people that are in your orbit, how good they feel. Because I told you, I've listened to you and your now husband playing on the Friday night, but I think I caught it on a Saturday morning. I was just going to listen to a little, I was in a hurry and I ended up listening Aww. to the whole entire hour. And it was like, it was so happy. It's just happy. And oh, yes. You. So I'm going to, I'm, I will share if you're okay with that. I will share your page yeah. also in the show I notes. So up, yes. Because you two are adorable together oh. and Thank it just you. feels good to be in that energy, even though I'm just watching it through a Facebook uh, recorded video and I don't catch it live. So, wow, that's great. Uh, yes, thank you yes. so much. That's what that's that that's all we hope for. That yeah, bring some joy. Yes, and you do. You absolutely do. So, Ruth Elliot, Ruthie Elliot. Hills done. I am just honored to have you with me. And I'm so grateful for, I'm so grateful that you're here. I'm so grateful that you're still sharing your light and love. And I'm so very grateful that you were here and doing it with me and the audience. And I just can't thank you enough from the bottom of my heart. Well, thank you. Nada, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, and I am looking forward to being able to, uh, do some kind of of interview if you'll if you'll let me interview you sometime as a featured guest on our um, spirit led supermoms. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I, I, you are so special, and you didn't get a word in it twice, hardly. <laughs> oh my goodness! No, this was perfect. I wanted to know about you. This is exactly how it was supposed to be, and I would be well, honored to be on your show. Well, yeah. good. Then I'll get to hear all about you next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, well, thank you again okay. so much. And to all of the listeners, thank you. And you just cannot listen to this and not just feel uplifted and happy. And that's the joy that Ruthie brings. So the the book discounted down to $15 by mentioning being yes. on this podcast or listening to this podcast. All of that information be in the show notes and thank you for that great offer that's very generous of you and thank you so much Rudy. i'm thank grateful you. yeah well, thank you Nada. i sure appreciate it ah uh, absolutely so much love to everybody much love to you ruthie have a beautiful week and we will be back again next week bye-bye for now okay that sounds good <laughs> 
Thank you for spending time with us today. Please go to nadahogan.com for show notes and other information you can use right away. If you like what you heard here, please subscribe to our show and don't forget to rate and review right there on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your shows. And don't forget to tell your friends about it. We'll see you next week.